wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Podcast, but today we ain't talking about no movies. No, because you people have obviously said that you don't like us talking about movies enough. And you prefer us talking about Dungeons and Dragons. So, yeah, obviously, we've seen the stats. We know the deal. We see the numbers. You fucking people win. You get... <laughs> we're, nothing mean, if, we're nothing if we're not crowd pleasers. I mean, we're still going to talk about we're movies. We're still going to talk about movies. But not today. Not today. Today, we're going to talk about the game that we like to play sometimes. And... Every second Friday, at least. Yes. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. D&D. Sometimes we go into it and about certain topics that, you know, we uh, have things to talk about, we find interesting, yep. you know, making characters and classes and stories and things like that, but, um, and you can speak to this more than me, I think we're both pretty new to the game. The mo- there are people that have been playing since they, they were like 16. And, right. You know, we I've been playing for maybe two years now, you've been playing for about one year now. Just, I, just, I think I just passed the one year mark, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, that goes my fridge. But and it took a lot of convincing to get you to play. No, not really. Yeah, really. Did it? Remember the first day of Andrew's thing where you almost quit because... Oh, yeah, you... that's because I got mad at a, at a computer. You got mad at a computer. And I was like, I'm going to quit. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we pulled you back in and... It was also a very stressful day. I thought I had COVID that day at work and I left early and I yeah. was like, fuck it, I'm just leaving. That was back when that was a big deal. Yeah, that was back before the vaccine. So that's yeah. how, you know... That's true, that was pre-vax. Yeah. PV. PV. Um... And, you know, we have another new player around the time you started playing. That's right. Our boy Mikey started playing, so we have Mikey on the show. Mikey, what's going on, bud? Hello, hello. Nice to see you guys again. Yes. It's... I like how he throws on the podcast yeah. voice when he... <laughs> Coming in in his NPR voice. Yeah, the, the How ASMR. else do you want me to do it? Not like that. <laughs> Everybody listening is like, oh. Everyone's like, oh, that's Mikey. There he is. Because when they talk as him, that's the voice they use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to uh, throw their. Head back. That's how everybody else knows me without knowing me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mikey and I, we both started the same day, basically. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. You've, uh, I think I've only been doing one, the one campaign at a time. Have you like found anything else, or are you just still like one campaigning it? So I started with the one campaign and. I want to say two weeks into us doing that campaign, I got hit up by a few of my coworkers, and they had asked if I would DM for them. Bold. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm still very new to this, but like, I could try. And so I, I went the virtual route uh, with them because they were like all over Long Island and stuff like that. Um, and it was during COVID. So I did that, and that didn't last very long because it was like, eight people not including me that's, tough. And that's like, a tough yeah. thing to ask a guy who just like yeah who's been playing for like just weeks. started putting I on shoes you want to run this marathon <laughs> yeah <laughs> nah. uh, i learned a lot from from that campaign uh, but one thing i did learn was like trying to e- even just schedule eight people yeah. and then try to get 
eight people involved. It was just very... I can't imagine scheduling that many people to do one thing at one time. Yeah. (laughs) One thing we're blessed with is that our group does have a consistent meetup time every other Friday that, for the most part, we all adhere to pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. And that's, from what I I gather, is one of the most difficult parts of playing D&D is just getting everyone in the same place at the same time. I think it benefits us that we play on a Friday because... It's the end of the work week for you guys with the normal schedules, wow. and it's like I'm still off, so yeah. like I could be free because I work to midnight every every day. So, you waiting for me would be like torturous, impossible, yeah, yeah. miserable, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, let's go into it, and we'll talk about some of the things that you guys experienced in your first year of D and D. So, uh, when you came in, you had nothing, right? So, one thing I want to ask. Um, the, is how long did it take you guys to feel like, like, okay, like comfortable? Like, okay, I get, I get how to play D and D. Where you didn't no longer felt like, oh, I'm still learning. Where you, you know, you felt like you you come in, you play, and you're not. It's not in the back of your head like, oh man, I hope I know the rules this time around. Last week. So <laughs> yeah, so like I don't know if you know this, Matt, but as somebody who has anxiety, mm. I still feel like that every time I play. Mm. Like every time I play, I'm still just thinking to myself, like, I think I'm reading this rule correctly that I've used countless <laughs> times before. Have like, you found it harder to read the rules of D D than like to read like a normal book? Yeah. It's like the uh, way that they yeah. word shit is like Yeah. I'm just trying to ask for water, and they're saying <laughs> I have to solve something. <laughs> within 30 feet on a phone is right. but not if you're yeah. actually... <laughs> if your dark vision only goes 60 feet, but you are only 10 feet away, you cannot go 30 feet. What? Yeah. I don't... What? What, what I really <laughs> enjoy about this group is that between you, Nick, um, Andrew as well, now that he's a part of this campaign, as well as, uh, you know, like Nick and Will, pretty much everybody except for me and Brian knows the rules to D&D very well. So I know that if I do have a rules question, I'm instantly able to get that help. Um, so, but on a character level, like I'm very comfortable with Zeno now. I was very comfortable with Hero up until he made that switch to being a Warlock Paladin because like that multi-class is, there's just so much going into it that like, that would have thrown me off if I played him for more than uh, one session. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, yeah, typically it, it, I like starting at, like, a basic level um, because then you get to grow with that character and you get to learn the techniques of kind of... I don't need to know what all these spells do because I don't have those spells. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as somebody, like, who's a wizard who, like, needs to know what every spell does and stuff like that, like... I guess the characters that I play are more on the simplistic side of things, so it it uh, helps my smooth brain out a lot. Um, I mean, I went from a guy who could, if you could do something in five feet, to just like, I just fucking hit something. You know, we're talking about smooth braining it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like sneak attack was too much for me. And I was like, I can't do this. It's a rakish audacity. Like, Don't know what that does. does. I think I figured it out one time, and I was like, all right, that's that's enough. Yeah. Well, that was the House of Spiders. The House that was Spiders, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I do want to go into like your I was characters. So, I was so proud. Of, you know, go ahead. So, I was so proud of that moment. I texted Matt because he, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, this is what I did, and so I like, listened it all out. Dude, and it was so cool because when that happened, like, like me and because I also um, that was the I think the first session that I was able to use Fine Steed. Mm. So that was the first time where yeah. um, where my horse was able to be used as like a, a, weapon. a weapon oh yeah and so like me and him were just having the blast of our lives yeah. and then like afterwards we were like 
Let's fix up this house. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's try to sell this house. Like let's yeah. let's rent it out Captain, and get an income. Captain Pedro's side hustles just never stopped. Just and, went then, off the and I finally looped. Yeah. I finally looped in the fucking like straight straight edge kid. I, was like, I, like, you, I like you guys finding the straight like, edge alcoholic. Yes. Like, oh, I got this one mechanic right. Let me just go ahead and just take yeah. over the world yeah. real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. It's like, all right, I was like, like just Put funny a coat going, of paint on it. <laughs> funny going to Andrew like yeah. So like Fluffy's a whore. like he's a, can't come in this building with us right. <laughs> like just trying to always use right, my right, steed. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's like every, no, he's like Fluffy paladin, outside. And I'm like, are you sure? Every he can fit tries to throw their steed in every situation. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you, uh, well, I want to go more into that. But first thing I just want to mention. You had said how you were so grateful to have like me, Nick, Andrew around to you know help familiarize yourselves with everything. But what's funny now is that you guys have as much experience now as what we had when you started. So hmm. yeah, it is that it is. It's got to be that moment for you guys. Like, well, yeah, well, I was also five once too. Yeah, it's like this, no, no, like, it's it, not. It's not that. <laughs> no, no, I'm, it's like like I've I've walked these steps, and now you're finally getting to see. It. It's like. When you try to tell younger siblings, like, yeah, in high school, it ain't that bad, kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know, so, you grow. so, though I understand what you're coming, where you're coming from, I think the one thing that Brian don't have yet under our belt is we never, like, as experienced as you guys are, I would contribute a lot of that to you guys actually being DMs for your party at the time like you had your uh your campaign nick had his and andrew had his like we've yet to cross that bridge so like a lot of those rules that i don't think i need right now i know i'm gonna have to do the studying and making sure that i kind of know everything so like that's where i'm like i have some time but not a whole lot of time well, the, the <laughs> point of why i mentioned that is just um because if you're feeling like daunted or anything or intimidated by anything else going on is that now you guys know more than enough to yeah. you know teach someone else or you know i went into that campaign or nick did his campaign with knowing less than you guys know now mm -hmm. and you can make it work i've also benefited that you guys bought all the books and are really cool with like hey you could you yeah, you have shit. my monster bag. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I have like three players' handbooks here, and I was like, I, it's none of none of them are mine. So. It's good info. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other campaign that I have, um, one of, like with D and D Beyond, you can share the content with your party, so yeah. just one person needs to have it. That's so cool. I have almost every single book available to me because of the generosity of my other campaign. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm definitely gonna be. Yeah. taking advantage of that <laughs> it's rare that you have like a resource in whatever hobby you, you do that's actually like legitimately helpful intuitive made for all the right reasons mm -hmm. you know and D&D &D Beyond is one of those things they should pay us yeah uh, <laughs> I mean <laughs> discount code move mayhem for yeah right 5% off all your your uh, fucking store seriously. needs seriously so, so going into it you, you talk about what we know what we don't know what would you say for either of you was the biggest challenge in year one for me, it's the numbers. It's always the numbers for me. Like I am historically bad at math, mm -hmm. um, and trying to like I think I said it. I, I described it to uh, my friend who's been on the show, Mike Flanagan. Yeah, uh, it's like one of the big things I had before really getting into like the pager of it all, like finally figuring out what to do, what hits work. It's like all right, it's like you're doing something and. You guys know, I've said it before plenty of times where I was like, I really wanted to like role play it a little like more mentally where it's like, 
everything I did is what this guy, this character would do. Right. So, but then it's like, okay, life and death situations. Oh, by the way, do do some quick math real quick. It's like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, what's five plus six? Oh, God, I totally forgot. It's like, yeah. and it's like my cell phone's being used for something else. So I was like, my calculator, but then I'll lose my place. Like, mm-hmm. all right, fuck it. Like, uh, yeah, there was there was a. Oh, bunch. and then roll a dice that I could barely like read the letters on. Like, oh, is that a? Four? Well, you bought yeah. the pirate dice. I did buy the pirate. That was yeah, those are very hard to read. Very, very cool. Yeah. They looked cute, and I wanted to feel cute. They, so, and, hey, so Brian's Brian's math issue came into play a few times with me. Like once, a hero ended up getting up to like level five, and he was like double smiting and stuff like that. Like. That's a lot of dice to roll, yep. and like just like at a certain point, I was just calling out numbers, hoping other people would count. I'd be like, "Oh, that's a five, a four, a six. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you got that. Okay, fifteen. All right, cool. And then add more. Well, and, Big Nick yeah. is the type where he will count. That. Yeah. <laughs> so we finally added the calculator. Yeah. So it's good. There was there was a point where like I rolled. Um, I ended up rolling like forty five hit die. Jesus. Um, Jesus. Yeah. And like I'm, like I had to count it twice to make sure I counted it correctly. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so that that was an issue. Um, for me, I would definitely say I've had some issues with the social aspect of playing, like the actual role playing part, because there's been times where it's hard for me to separate myself from my character. So like. I would get defensive as a person because I felt like my character was getting attacked, so I felt like I needed to defend him. Right. And then I would role play my character defending himself the same way that I would defend right, myself. Right. <laughs> you know, well, like, I'm glad you said it because we were just gonna sit here and wait. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. No. Like, there, there were countless times where I was in a position where I was like, "No, this is what I, this is what I would do," and then somebody would have a problem with it, like, "No, like." This is what's going but to happen. But let me tell like, you why I think this Yeah, way. let yeah. me tell you why you're yeah. wrong and I'm yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's a, it's, it's a two-way street for that, right? Because uh, while, yes, everything you said is true, right? At the same time, you're playing with a bunch of people, and I've been thinking about this for a bit. You're playing with a bunch of people, me, Nick, Andrew, and Will to an extent, that have all started playing at the same table, and we all figured out our... Everyone plays D&D differently, right? How they role play, how they get into their characters, how much of themselves they put into their characters. Everyone sort of takes has their own level, different levels of that. And me, Andrew, Nick, and to an extent Will, uh, because we all came up together, I feel like we all have similar, those gauges are all at similar levels for us because um, we all learn the same way. But you and Brian, you guys learned differently because you did, you didn't have it wasn't all of you with Vinny as a DM. You guys learned your own ways. So there's nothing wrong with you putting a lot of yourself into your character. There's nothing that's a totally totally legitimate way to play. And I think a lot of the other players, maybe we weren't used to we maybe because we like to. I'm playing a, a fucking seventeen year old girl right now, and mm-hmm. I and before that I was playing an elephant. So I, I like to dis- <laughs> So I, I like to kind of not put very much of myself in my character. There's like one little aspect of one insecurity I might have, one uh, funny voice I like to do, or one childhood memory that I have. And that's all that would be of me. And the rest of the character is just an archetype that I come up with, right? Mm-hmm. And but so I don't put a lot in. 
And then Nick, on the other hand, he, he uh, well, on the same hand, rather, his characters are just he completely different people to, yeah. to who he is that he's able to just come up with in his head very nicely. Yeah, like, I was I was so jealous um, when we had that part in Andrew's campaign where mm-hmm. uh, both Hero and... Um, uh, Eris? Eris, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, were in, like, the zone of truth. Mm-hmm. And Eris was like... Oh, no, no. I was... Was there... I, I don't think yeah, Eris you, was in the zone of truth, you but bo- I was. You, bo- you both up ended up giving all the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Eris was like, so Nick, as Eris was telling the guards that we were trying to keep a secret from, like everything, right? And then he was like, I "Which don't. honestly, she would have like, done without the zone yeah. of truth." But yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- <laughs> but exactly, like he was like, "I don't want to do this." Yeah. But like, it's what my character would do. Right, like, right. my character's not going to lie, or even like we were even trying to just get her to like stretch the truth. Yeah. And just yeah. like, no, don't lie. That, just like, yeah, don't was, come up front about it. And then she's, and he's like, "No, that's not how I would play it." Yeah. And then he would just go, and as as uh as Eris would just tell everybody what what had happened with us mm-hmm. um and i i always like felt like i was like damn like i want to learn how to play like that where mm-hmm. like i take my thought out of it and play as that character but like again the problem is a lot of my characters do kind of relate to me and that's okay yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Fine. that's okay yeah. so I think, yeah i was there i think people had a problem with it maybe they weren't so used to Having that, where the character they, but there's not nothing. There's nothing inherently wrong with a character being Mikey with a bow. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, or Mikey with a hammer. Yeah. yeah. And and on the other end of that, it's math same, is hard. Yeah. You know, like, math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> no, I've had like I've had trouble with like the role play too. Like where it is like especially when you get into like your first like heated kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in our past campaign, you know, Nick kind of set us up where we the party split on a decision. And in Andrew's campaign, I think like that kind of happened as well, where two of us were on a different side, but one side was like one person on that. There's always that one factor that was going to do what they were going to do. Yeah, it just happened to be the same guy. Yeah, uh, but it in both situations. In both right? situations, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where it, there was the the whole thing where you know it 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 did feel like at some points it did get contentious. Uh, but like it, it was like kind of that, that that weird moment of just like, and I I think it like there's a lot of people who have to, probably have to deal with this like they're not talking to you like you personally they're not talking to Brian they're not like it is like you remember you are playing someone else, and that like and so if someone says something that that's always kind of like hit like a weird spot on you mm-hmm. like no matter what it is like it it, it, it like the, I hate to use the phrase but it is like slightly triggering it's like someone maybe insults your intelligence the way you look or something like that and you just like. I read that really wrong. What was the, exa- what's the example? No, I, like, that um, I think it was. I want tea. Yeah, I want tea. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the tea. Well, no, when I, I love gossip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like when I scolded Junkus. I know. Yeah. That everyone was like really upset with it. It's like, oh, I wasn't, except me. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was on your side. I was like, fuck Junkus. It's like. It's like it's like Pedro's really toxic. I'm like, well, no. See that to me, it's like you didn't catch what I was. I like personally, I felt like, well, maybe you didn't catch what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, it's like, well, no. Well, how would Pedro? Like, it, it's not me personally that's right. toxic. It's Pedro that's toxic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but he, Pedro's old as shit, and he's seen harder shit. And like, 
then my goal was, and I even told you in the beginning, it was for having Pedro basically to pass his stuff on to Junkus. Right. For being the one guy to always be with him. Right. And I, I, I think we did talk about it on this show. I'm not 100% sure. I don't listen to every show. That's on Spotify, Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher. You know, you can get it wherever podcasts are found. Of course. But <laughs> Always a bug. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there, there, there came a point where it's just like, like it just in in like it's just a small part of your brain. It's just like no, like just, just shut up and listen to what I'm saying. So yeah, it's like yeah. you are kind of like, just it just kind of it just kind of and also the way like if you feel weird that week, it's just like, all right, now it's not sitting right in me. Mm, yeah. and I'm just gonna sit here and stew, and maybe I'll pull back a little <laughs> bit. But it's like no, no, this is this is what it's supposed to like. This is the play of it. Yeah, like, that, uh, that, it, it's yeah. Oh, go ahead. sorry. No, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say like there. There's definitely been times where that has, like, happened where, like, somebody said something to Hero and, like, I couldn't tell, like, was that to Hero? Was that to me? Right, yeah. You know, and then it's also, and then it's also one of those things where, like, when somebody says something, it's hard to build a character, role play as a character, grow up, essentially, with this character as they're navigating this, like, world that's being built. This is what most and, parents feel like when they yeah. insult people insult <laughs> their children, right? It's like, your kid's not that pretty. <laughs> Fucking mother... I'm gonna kill well, that actually is a personal yeah. attack. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but, they're like, not talking about you. They're talking about your ugly-ass kid. Yeah, right. Yeah, your progeny. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's the thing. Like, it's so hard to, like, not take that personally, yeah. you know, because it's something that you created. It's something that you're yeah. working on. It's like nobody else is yeah. is applying themselves to watching this character become yeah. something but to it's... grow into the better character that it needs to be to, for a campaign. Mm-hmm. So there were times where, like, you know, there would be comments made both in-game and out-of-game about the character that I was playing. And, like, I was just, like, should I, like, I feel very uncomfortable, like, playing now like or like yeah. it this week i just don't feel like playing because of something that happened the previous week like mm-hmm. that's where my issue has always kind of been with this game sometimes is like i know i'm a polarizing person and i know that sometimes people either like e- even week to week somebody could would like love me one week and then the next week it's just like i'm fucking i feel like i fucking I've mikey fucking Mike. yeah I, I like, feel like that's I've just who can, i am i've played you consistently just like mild annoyance to like yes. eh, yeah yeah <laughs> um you I, know so, like it's never it's never like dipped either way like, yeah no, the best. I like so it's like uh you're front of thin here. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah you know like there there are some things that i've done like that i like i i regret because of like maybe i just didn't know kind of like the ethics of that like you know i had that uh but like proper etiquette you're like oh you know yeah like how am I supposed to, how, how am like, how, how do like, many, how many children is too many children? Yeah. To murder? How, yeah. yeah. First of all, <laughs> is it three smashes to the face? They One, deserve that. <laughs> if I beat up this old man, the only, people, like, me? the only people I killed as hero actually deserved it. But yeah. it's funny though, because it's like, there is a level of, you know, like, well, would that work in the real world? But then there's an also level of, we're not in the real world. Right. Yeah. There's a like, fantasy in escape. Walking talking turtle pirate. Like, right. Yeah. So it's like, are we gonna get? Are we really gonna get on him for attacking a shopkeep? Like I'm a giant, I'm a giant elephant with a hammer. Right. Like why are we restraining ourselves oh, to the? You mean the shopkeep that was selling well, bad goods, or the one that I offered to harming kill <laughs> and harming our party? Motherfucker, I was trying to help you. Let's move on. <laughs> what would you say has been your favorite part of playing D and D for the past year? What's something that immediately 
once you, once uh, once you're like that you always come looking forward to do. Is it like a story thing, a combat thing? Is it like a setting thing? Like you know. So uh, apart from watching the uh, apart from the mushy shit, like I like I love watching a world build in front of my eyes, even though I'm not the one building it. Like I loved watching how Sunderland became that and going to all these different villages like i really appreciated like the the work and uh time that andrew put into it and um on the other side of that like like with nick's current campaign that he's doing right now with us like the way he's doing it is so awesome because like he's just rolling with it like Mm -hmm. he's not like might just say sitting nice down and inspiration. That's all it is. <laughs> no, no, I'm not here. This is like no. plus three. <laughs> what they, yeah, whenever Nick listens no, to this episode, so, he'll like, really, like, really Nick, it. the way that Nick's currently doing his campaign is so much like improv that it's like inspiring. Like, in the fact where like he's not sitting down week over week, like plotting out what's going to happen this campaign, and it's more so, so just like. What do you want to do? I actually yeah. so, so, this happens like it's I, enabling. It's I actually I had yeah. a thought about it this week uh, when I was trying to like th- I was thinking about the campaigns and shit. Um, so I, I, and I don't mean this in any disrespect in any way. I think because how I'm going to use the analogy or whatever. Uh, you know that painting in Ferris Bueller where it's like the big park pointillism. Yeah, yeah pointillism. Yeah, pointillism thing. That's Andrew's campaign. Oh, yeah, this motherfucker. I don't right. even like Ferris Bueller. That's what he's... No, number one fan. I trapped him. Wait, what did I say I didn't like Ferris Bueller? Like, <laughs> I love that movie. What do you mean? Number one fan over here. What did I say other one? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... So, yeah, so that the pointillism experience, like, painting where it's mm-hmm. like you could see it, you could look at it at any angle, and it's detailed, and it's like you could see how far it goes, and you could see that. I feel like that was Andrew's campaign where everything is like, you kind of see it, and it's... It's there, but it's like still like in the, on the process. Horizon. Yeah. While so Nick's campaign, as of right now, is like the the Jim Lee X Men poster, where it's like all the fucking X Men like right out there in front, where the detail is still just as like like Vivid. to the point. Yeah. But it's like, oh yeah, this is some shit going down right see, now. Mm. See with Nick, if, if comparing it to like an artist, right. like for Nick, the way that I would, I only know two artists. Pointillism guy and Jim Lee. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you would also know this, um, like, uh, from Ex Machina, the right. Jackson Pollock. Like, okay. the way that he went apart doing his artwork. No, so it's like Jackson Pollock, most commonly known for his role in Ex Machina. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not his but, own, not his own bio. Brian, yeah. Brian knows of it because of that movie. I know Jackson uh, Pollock. Well, you know, you don't. But it's okay. Look, I, ma- I majored in art, so I would know. But you didn't. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, but like that's the thing with with Nick's can with Nick's campaign. It's like it looks like there's like was there in the analogy that they use in Ex Machina. Like, did he just splatter paint on this, or mm-hmm. was every stroke mm-hmm. meaningful? Yeah. And like, and that, that that's the way that I feel. Where like looking at it, you're like, this campaign's like really vast and really. Um, like we'll, fun to be a part we'll of. Find out when we get those inspiration talk. Uh, yeah, tally. definitely. <laughs> we'll see. I, I revoke like, this if I don't get any. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get where you're coming from. Where it's there's so much, there's enough going on as with our characters and our backstories yeah. that are being implemented that it's like there's no way this is just random. This right. is something that clearly has a lot of thought and that put into it and seamlessly woven in. But at the same time, there's so many times where 
it seems like we're just going off of the whim of one of our characters. Yeah. You know, like someone decides to go in this direction or talk to mm-hmm. this person, yeah. and then we end up going down a whole rabbit hole of that. Yeah. And it's just like there's no way he could have planned for that. Yeah. 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 So, and and like that's the, the sign of a good DM. Is and he's both been of that. so good at adjusting things on yeah. the fly. Yeah. Like even like um I mean both Andrew and Nick adjusted to a lot of things. Oh on yeah, the yeah, fly. yeah. We were just yeah, sorry. Kind of I know poking, we're, we're talking poking about at walls and to see which one had a fucking <laughs> yeah. light switch. Currently <laughs> talking about this campaign, but Andrew also um did a very good job of well. sure, yeah. yeah. Um you know when, when he had the whole thing with the like there were so many fun parts of the, about that campaign that like I'll always like remember and cherish like the um, the weaponsmith and the armorer oh, who were yeah. like the same person but yeah. running between shops <laughs> and me and Jungus were just like ringing the bell and watching like stuff like that is stuff that like I really love because mm-hmm. um, it's like it's fun it's quirky it adds detail and it, it helps you remember things um, but like going back to the point I was originally making like with Nick's campaign like when we had the fight that was in the middle of the street um mm-hmm. I think most of our fights are in the middle yeah. of the street. True, which, true. Which one? Sorry, the it's, one it's when Sarish uh, died. Got it. And me and you were fighting the Green Goblin. Got it. Um, like one thing oh, that yeah, I, I remember that fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say why I remember <laughs> it. You could, you could say it up if you um, want to bring it up. That's no, Again, that's one of the regrets that I have. Yeah, you better um, regret it. <laughs> but, like, I love that there was a certain point where, like, I needed to get from one place to another, mm. but there was, like, an entangled uh, spell, so I wouldn't be able to do it safely. Mm. And Nick was like, oh, well, roll a dexterity check because there's, like, a balcony, not a balcony, like, like, an, a, awning. like yeah. an awning that yeah. you can tear and rip and swing to the other side. And I was right. like, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, I yeah. love that that is something, like... That he's okay with breaking the quote unquote like rules and like going outside of the box. I, I think it's not really breaking the rules. I think Nick is just like reminding you that it's not what's on like the yeah. graph paper. It's like you got to remember it is a city. He's using he's the rules. Used, yeah. Too. So he's yeah. like, yeah. It, it may not be a detailed picture that we're working that we're placing our minis on. And like, oh, I'll move over here. It's like you just he's kind of building up the theater of your mind of like just yes. remember it is. It's not like. A fucking tent here and a tent here. It's like it's a it's a You're it's a, a war torn it's a, a war torn city. Yeah. Like, so explore it. So although like I know what you're saying, but well, you're wrong. And no, this is why yeah. I said what here, I said. this is why you're wrong. I'll tell you right now. It was never the description of yeah the building that you're fighting in front of has an awning. Like it it was never described. So yeah. when I was like oh I need to find a way to get here, Nick was like. Back down to two. Rule of fresh. cool. <laughs> well, rule of cool, like, there's an awning and you yeah. can swing it across. Well, the thing is, like, yeah. And if you roll a uses, 15 or whatever. Yeah. He uses the rules and his crea- to facilitate your creativity, right? And that's, the, that's one of the rules of a DM. If I ever DM again, one thing I would definitely want to do is definitely, like, try to open things up more for the, my players to say something other than I attack or I use this spell. You know, like, for example, someone threw something at someone next to you, and you were like, can I, uh, just because we've been, like, floating, we've been, uh, gassing up Nick and not, let me, let me try to bring him down a peg. Sure. Uh, so, <laughs> let's, let's do it. Yeah, let You've me, got nothing to right. lose. You won't get inspiration today. No, no, I mean, what more could he take from me? He took my mother the last time. Oh, God. <laughs> so. It, it kind of felt like Nick personally set it up just. <laughs> he knew what you were going to say in this podcast, yeah, right. that's why. Um, one time, you're a monk. Right. Monks have, you know, uh, deflect, d- missile. deflect missiles. Yeah. So someone threw something at someone standing next to you, and you were like, can I try to catch it? Now, in the rules, no, you can't, right? right? But 
is it possible? Like, would it make sense if you could catch it for yourself that you'd be able to catch it for someone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, so maybe if, you know, if I were to do something and you would have asked me something like that, maybe if you rolled, like, a 19 or a 20 on a, on a dexterity check, right. then maybe we would allow you to use that, that thing for that. And that's something that in the heat of the moment, none of us would have thought of. It was, oh, like, yeah. days after that I thought, like, that would have been cool. You yeah, know? I, feel, I feel like also, like, I know there are people who do play and that they, like, go, like, well... They'll be a little bit more voiceless. Like, what if I did this and that and like something. Right. I also feel like at, at certain points I, I'll look over because I sit very close to Nick mm-hmm. and uh, for knowing him for so long, I can see when he's on like a roll and he's got something ready to go. Yeah, like, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll step back let a little him, bit. Let him let him do his thing. Do his Give thing. him the floor. Like, and with Andrew, because uh, you know it was kind of like the first time I Andrew like Andrew got like animated with us. Mm. Like, I mean, you know. He's a he's an animated dude, but it's yeah. the first time he's actually like directing a story. That gear, yeah. It was more of just like he he was leaving room for us to kind of to poke. Like he even said, like his his campaign was more of like it's a long arduous journey where everything could be done something like something. So it's yeah. like all right, well, let's explore. Like, well, what if I go to a Home Depot and try to buy? fucking test right. tubes and yes. sell drugs yes. like, what, like what would i do like oh my god your character yeah, yeah that was and that was something that like that i liked about i really liked about andrew's campaign was that it gave you like it gave you the like it gave yeah. you the ability to do things that i don't think you would typically have in a campaign like mm-hmm. i liked the idea Although I didn't like it as a paladin, but I liked the idea that like traveling yeah. to a different town, like yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a while, It's going to be a long time. Like yeah. it's not, like you're not just gonna be like, all right, well, you know, you you take a long rest and, and you know, you're there. You're, you're right. there. Right. Like it was like no, like there's shit that we need to do. So like yeah. we only got through like the first town before <laughs> we ended up stop playing. But like that first town there was so much stuff that went on in between that it was fun. It was yeah. like really cool to be a part and of. even informed later story beats. Yeah. Too. And I, and I know that Andrew said that he does like, if he campaigns again, he doesn't want to do a campaign like that. But like, I was like super down. Like, well, it's a balance too, right? Well, yeah. because we did that, like, for example, one of those things where a, a young teenager bullying a, a poor uh, father and daughter, you stood, st- yeah, helpless. You stood up to them. The guy died. And then the story became under, (laughs) and then the story became you having to go on trial for that, which had nothing to do with our story. And it was great. We all loved it. But I think from Andrew's perspective, he's thinking like, all right, I'm going along with what they want to do, but I also have this story that Mm -hmm. I planned that we're never going to, at this point, doesn't seem like we're ever going to get to. So there's a balance. So as much as I want to keep on talking about i had another question for you guys i was gonna say we we should probably move move on on okay like that's not like gaslighting our yes our two fucking dms who we're gonna make fun of mercifully to their face tonight so all right (laughs) next point um what so i i've talked about it on this cast before uh what my with the moment that got me hooked on D &D, right right and uh and I want you. I want to know what moment was for each of you guys that got you hooked. So to, re- to refresh, in case you weren't there for that, Mikey, while you guys think of an answer, there was a time in our first campaign where we're in a tent, a big, a big tent, like a circus tent size thing, and uh, we were our enemy um, had this big ogre that was chained down, and we're in this tent. We're trying to steal something. It goes badly. We're uh, and we get caught, and a huge fight breaks out. 
and the ogre gets unchained, and he's swinging these chains at us, and he's blocking the exit. And I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to get out of here? I'm stuck in this tent, and I'm against the wall, the fabric of this tent. What am I... And he's like, don't you have a... And Vinny's like, don't you have a giant glaive? And I was like, yeah, all at all times. And he was like, you don't think you can cut through a tent? And then, uh, and for me, it just, like, opened my... I, like, went yeah. into, the, the, to, into, like, the, the fifth dimension and just, like, oh my god, I can cut through a tent. I, <laughs> I, the, I, the world is my... I can do anything in this game. <laughs> yeah. And I cut through the tent and I got away. He got an attack of opportunity on me and almost killed me. It was all bait by Vinny. But the, idea, <laughs> <laughs> but the point was is that, like, I realized, like, they're really... The confines that I associate with games don't exist in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that was, like... I, I think I love this game. Yeah. So do you guys have a... It doesn't have to be anything mechanical. It could be completely RP. It could be, you know, your your biggest smite or a character that you talked to and had this whole conversation. But what was the moment that got you hooked into being like, all right, well, I'm all in? I guess it was kind of too... Because you, you said it was tough for to you guys to convince me to start playing. Mm-hmm. It was when uh, I got... We actually did the fastball special in the first... Like, oh, yeah. Uh, first one. Where I was like... Cause that it's almost a, it's almost the same thing where it's just like, well, can I do this or like what's well, the well, deal? What was the fastball special? For uh, so if those who read X Men comics, they know that uh, the character Colossus throws Wolverine, the smaller character, with his uh, claws out. So since uh, Junkus is a giant elephant and Pedro is a tiny little turtle man, I asked, I basically asked if like if Junkus could throw me, and if I because I had a sp- I picked up a spear and yeah. I think we were. It was basically the entire our entire plan to escape basically got shit on. Yeah. Cause like there was like a security camera or something like mm-hmm. some like something like caught us like, and they were just like ah oh, no 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 everything's everything's fucked. Mm-hmm. So I was like all right. Well oh no what was that that was ghosts. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah it was it was a moment where it's like I don't know if I'm allowed to do this I don't know if we can do this but let's just put it out in the uh, in the ether. So I put it out, and I think Andrew was the DM, and he said, "Yeah, go for it, yeah. go for it." Like I had to roll. Uh, and we that, both had you had you to roll, had like to roll an athletics, athletics roll check, like a, yeah, and yeah. I had to roll a performance check. I think no, no, yeah. you had to do the athletics check. He had to do a strength check. Right, that was it. So I hit a nat twenty, and you also hit a nat twenty. Uh, yeah, yeah, like and a nineteen like, or a twenty. For yeah, me and too, and I was like, yeah. it's like holy shit, this is happening. Yeah, like, and, and you like went into your shell with the spear out. The spear out, and then I just <laughs> I fucking launched you, and then you fucking. Like, come out the last second, spear a guy, like, slide down his body. And the damage was enough to kill the guy. It was the sickest shit ever. And I was like, wow, like, this is is pretty fun. And then I think this, like, the real moment that's got me, like, stayed through, because I probably could, like, after a certain time, I could be like, eh, I don't want to do this every second Friday. Like, my time's precious or whatever. I could have been a dick about it. Yeah. It's not, but I mean, (laughs) you guys don't know that. But you could have been a dick. Yeah, I could have been a dick about it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I go through, like, times of, like, I don't want to be around people. Sure. And, like, especially during, like, the winter times and stuff like that. And it's, like, I don't want to be, like, near people. I don't want to, like, can constantly, mm-hmm. like, hear stuff. Yeah. Which makes me sound like a dick. But it's just... No. It's, like, I feel like... I always feel like I have a shelf life with friends. It's, like, yeah. okay, well, I've been here for two hours. I think I should go. And then, but something changed that. But, yeah, well, no, not Because really. you're still playing. Because I'm still playing. Yeah. Um, it's because I like having you guys give me money. No. <laughs> no uh... I think what kept me in is, well, kept me going, like, what changed it, like, exciting about this is, like, once I, like, even, I think it was the Spider House where I finally, like, fucking cracked it, and I was like, 
Oh yeah, if I could, because it was like, I did, I did the whole thing. It's like hold the movement, and then mm. I killed something, and I was yeah. like, okay, then I'll dash over here. I was like, oh, I'm finally getting to like do all the potential in this small little room. Right. That I was like, I guess whatever. <laughs> you know, I kind of, I kind of didn't put it together in the last couple of things, and then, you know. Like, like a sneak attack. Yeah, like a sneak. Oh, I sneak. Yeah. Then attack. Yeah, and but no, it was more of like the whole thing. It's like, wait a minute. If I am over here and then I am able to go over here, right. that still counts as a sneak attack or something. I was like, and I started like getting like real like detailed, like fine with it. I was like, oh. The numbers in your like, the, like it's, 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 yeah, it's yeah. like the, 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 the Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Like all the fucking everything. Like it's like, oh, there we go. Yeah. And then I'll playing Anna. Playing Adam is more of just like that whole. The frontline fantasy that I wanted Pedro to yeah. do, where it's like, okay, it was a dragon. Well, I'll go in and just constantly like, stay there. Okay, stay back. I got this. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. worry. <laughs> I've only got twelve HP, yeah. but I've, my armor's pretty tight. If I could use my shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, jeez. But it's uh, but yeah, like with Adam, like in our first like our first fight with the cultists, where I just like, all right, I'll just start punching things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. And I wiped out like really 12 people in a row. That was yeah. very cool. It's like, let's go. We had a really good time. Yeah. I fucking made that, uh, <laughs> the old woman's cookies. Oh like my shit. God. I'm just waiting for her to come back and fucking kill us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what was your moment? So for me, I think the first moment that really got me like, fuck, like I love this game, yeah. even though I got a lot of shit for it. Was a uh, shocker. What, what, I shocker. what child did I kill? No, it was it was when I um, it was during the one shot, and I took um, the girl. Oh, you ran away! And, oh, I, yeah. and I went out the window <laughs> to save her <laughs> because the the quest was to save this poor woman. <laughs> yeah, saved her. Save yeah, her. save yeah. her. All right. Yourself. So yeah. no, no, no. Save her. <laughs> I was supposed to save her and protect her because she was a little child. Yep. Okay. The issue was uh-huh. my character did not know. My character, I knew my character. You knew. Okay. I knew my character did not know <laughs> that there was a huge fight going on in the main room yeah. where my. I, I should have been there to help fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you have done with your tail tucked so far between your legs? <laughs> oh, you mean the guy who was saving the, the small child that needed to be rescued? The guy who literally oh, had the how... best HP out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> so uh, that, that was one of those things where it got me hooked because... When the cow I, accelerated, uh, fled yeah, from the... the, the first of all, yeah. I wouldn't call him a cow. <laughs> but yes, when I when Delarin the made the decision... compromised Delarin. Honestly, that did cement Delarin in infamy forever. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's yeah. a legend now. I gotta say, like, yeah, he's his name's been brought up in like many things. Yeah, it's like you know what, maybe <laughs> but, you know, for uh, good or for bad. Yeah, like we we'll we'll always remember Deller and the coward. <laughs> he's not a coward. <laughs> we, we remember the that was he. A, he was an elf, right? Of course he was. He was an, yeah. at the elf shaped size hole. So yeah, so like I and then he even wait, but then I think Andrew said he's like yeah you see the army like lining up and then you ran somewhere else and yeah yeah you ran around the corner then back inside after we were done fighting I tried to, yeah I tried to help out I threw the girl into the bag of holding oh my god <laughs> which you could have done before the before, fight started yeah. but I was my I was trying to save the girl. 
And I was trying to communicate that to you guys, so you guys could have ran away from the fight that we were clearly outmatched for. Not my fault, you guys are dumb. Rewind to when he said, (laughs) I have a very polarizing personality. I don't know why people don't Um, like me. (laughs) So, like, like, as as you can tell, because of how how much fun I'm having talking about it, like, that was, like one of my favorite parts of getting into the game and that's what made me step but I mean like if it was the Titanic he would be Billy Zane the f- <laughs> <laughs> but like the first time like being able to smite somebody on a nat 20 mm. as hero mm. was I think, yeah, yeah I was just like I think your best moment was your trial your combat trial I think you fucking just dove right into it a thousand percent well that was my next question yeah. is if you if there was a moment that you think the other person what was your favorite moment of, of Brian's, and what was Brian your favorite? I, I, I guess just said I think he his the way he fought like it like it looked like he finally like fully because my I I think I've always said it to you I've said it to your face plenty of times because I have no problem so you don't insulting like me. you I don't like you at all <laughs> <laughs> even though we're my related. best man ladies and gentlemen this is just a preview of my <laughs> speech. <laughs> Like I've said this to you a thousand times. I fucking hate you. But like, <laughs> you do things that annoy me so much. Uh, but no, like I think that I I've always tried to like talk to you. It's just like I felt like your role play was missing. Like you were so focused on like trying to be liked at that certain time because you were going through a little bit of shit. I'm like, well, just you know, focus on hero's role play. Like, what would he be as a person if you you remember that? And then when you got into your 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 trial com your trial um combat by trial. Trial by combat. Sorry, and then you fucking just like went in. You're like, okay, well, hero would do this, and then there was a reveal that the person you were fighting was also in your church, and then like you were like, I, you came to that crossroad, yeah. Where as a role play, where if you were still just like focused on like big hits, no shits, you know, <laughs> like that, like that's it. it you would have missed it completely. But I feel like there was a, a moment in your role play where you're like, it broke, like it broke your heart. Yeah. to actually yeah. do this and you were trying to be like eh, let me see if I could convince and it's like now you're you're in the trial and you're like well all right and you just just uh, dove into it so now. so that so that moment if I'm, still if I'm allowed like you, yeah. if I thank you if I'm allowed to talk if a I'm allowed bit. to talk about it for a little we're bit. low on time yeah yeah sorry <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no that that moment like that really was like difficult because I thought that I was doing everything right right like it was a combat to the death. If I win, I was innocent, yeah. right? So I had gotten knocked this guy to uncom like unconscious, and I was as hero was going to be like this could be done right now, and I could spare your warrior. And instead of listening to the person in charge, I listened to the father of the kid who I killed, um, and he was like, "No, it's to the death." like kill him and i was like uh, okay like i didn't know who i needed to listen to so i killed the guy i killed the guy yeah. Yeah. who was a part of my church and then i thought i was still doing the good thing like doing the good thing and then andrew was like you look at your medallion that was like a moral compass for me and it sunk all the way yeah, to like the like, bottom you had a moral compass. i was like i had an actual moral compass because yeah. everybody had to be understanding of the fact that like what i was doing was okay to my god but i needed to but yeah. everybody else needed yeah. well, to... that was why, that was yeah. i think yeah. i think that's the thing like, <laughs> but also like if you were in a moment where you're just like all i want to do is just fucking crit and just move on that moment would have flown right by you. Yeah. But you, like you just said, like you were 
doing the right thing, yeah, my, but had the wrong yeah. end. My man was the wrong end. He was, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is fucking great. Like, and honestly, that's the good thing about being invested in your character that way and putting so much of yourself is that yeah. you do have the potential for those big moments. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite part for Brian... Which um, am I illegal? <laughs> yeah. There was, there's like, was it when I tried to put two, two houses against each other by giving us more money? And then... which, which instance of Brian forgetting is is modified? Yeah. What's your favorite? I mean, <laughs> no, no, my favorite was when me Brian... trying to explain how you slash somebody east to west. Yeah. What if they yeah. turn around? Yeah, my favorite was Brian trying to uh, to kill the emperor with his claw, <laughs> with his the fucking weakest weapon when we're dying. <laughs> Would have been fucking cool. He's, he's like, uh, I'm gonna swing I'm with my my turtle I claw. Was, <laughs> I was legitimately thrown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By was it you two doing that? Yeah, no, it was wait, me and Will. Cause was, yeah. He told me he's like, just throw him. I'll catch him. I was like, ah, you sure? He's like, what is this going to solve? And he's like, just do it. And I throw it. He fucking misses you. And you just... <laughs> felt like such a dumbass. Oh, dude. Oh. All right. Not only that, Brian gets healed, realizes that we're going to die, and then instead of using his rapier, just as I just try to go with the like a melee attack, yeah, I was like, like, oh, no. <laughs> no. But, Sharp-ass claws. <laughs> but as a, as a role player, it... I really enjoyed, and we did touch upon upon this briefly, was when um, you ended up reaming out uh, Junkus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You because, like when I yell at someone else well, that isn't you. Well, that too. <laughs> but, like, there was, there like, up until that campaign, you were always defending Junkus, mm, like, no yeah. matter what. I know. Yeah. You're like, even if Junkus... Like, <laughs> I, I had him slap you. <laughs> yeah. But even as Junkus would do some things that would kind of mess things up, like, you always were just like, eh, it's fine, like, no worries. But, like, when we had that fight with the Emperor, right. and we knew that the only reason why that happened was because one character decided to go up the mountain, it somehow dragged two other characters that, like, were just like, oh, no, like, we have to go, because if he goes, he's going to be by himself. He's and, one of us. Yeah. And me and Brian are just like... No, like we're not ready for this right now. Like we can't do this. We need to prepare more. Like there needs to be something. Like we need to do something else before we could do this. We're not ready for this. Yeah. And then, and then Junkus you, was the you, one you wanted to do the like. It we wanted to draw more people out. Yeah, we wanted, wanted to draw more people yeah, out. To it make was the it was fight. more of a, like kind of shaking this group to a to its core by like maybe taking out a couple of battalions and I was like, I'm kind of into that because we could fight and we could steal more shit yeah. and we could do more on our, could, own yeah, on our own terms. Yeah. But you know, we kind of, uh, we had a difference of opinion mm. and I was like, okay, that I, what is it? I think I basically said like, can just convince me two people yeah. convince me. And I just yeah, sat there. So, so there was a point where Junkus was like, so Eris had already gone, like started walking to catch up to Sam and Junkus was pleading to us like come on like we really got to do this and me and and me and pedro hero and pedro were like no like he's going to his death like let him do it mm -hmm. like if that's what his prerogative is why are we going to risk ourselves dying and junk was like but, but friendship but family yeah. but but uh vin diesel taught me that family yeah. is everything like and at that point we were just like fucking whatever and like we like didn't want to go, but we ended up going, and it was yeah. the dumbest fucking plan any of us ever had. I and that was it off. Well, it was Sam's plan. The plan was Sam's, and that's why it was terrible. Um, <laughs> but 
But yeah, it was our first real loss. And like you said, it did shake us to our core. Um, and that led to to Pedro doing something he'd never really done before, which to really was go in on was to go on in Junkus. on you and to make yeah. Junkus take responsibility for the fact that like he went kind that's of the, against the typical direction of Pedro that that's he would the Irish follow. dad in me, where it's just yeah. like, you're gonna. It's why your did, fault we missed. Oi. <laughs> well, why, why did you enjoy that? Like, as far as like Brian's performance, what did you take from that? Because that was like the first time I felt that Brian was like performance. Like we're not just, like we're not playing. The game. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, that, was, that was the first time where I think Brian felt comfortable enough to combat the like. I feel like outside of the game, I don't think Brian would have enjoyed playing D anD. d if it wasn't for the relationship of Pedro and Junkus. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time... I think I said that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you, you I have... I, I know you've said that. And that's, part of why I, yeah. that's part of why I made us a package yeah. deal. Yeah. which And so I feel as though that was the first time where he was at a crossroads of, like, Junkus really fucked this up for us. Yeah. In his... In, yeah. in Pedro's eyes, it was Pedro... I mean, he wasn't Junkus wrong. No, yeah. I will say, we up. almost won. And that is all I will say on we that. We did almost win if Eris didn't like run away. You yeah, know. And that... she got surrounded by the... <laughs> yeah. Donna. One, is <laughs> but, uh, she's on top of the rooftop and just no, like I'm not going to shoot anybody. A, we almost made it. That's all oh, I'll say. We almost. Oh, so made it. Are, are we? Are we now going to insult people shooting arrows, Mister Hide Behind a Wall? Okay, <laughs> that worked. It worked. You, sh- you shot one person. Well, that's a not 17 true. year old no, girl took we're, down the getting, we're getting off topic. That's not even true. Holly, my 17 year old girl is amazing. We know this. Yeah. Um, I fucking need I a chased guy to after the wall. green goblin. But, it was, but yes, it was it was a big moment because it was, um, yeah, it was the big pillar of Brian's thing was that him and Junkus. And now it's been yeah. like the, the linchpin of our relationship. And he went in the complete other direction of that for a minute. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it, it was shocking. It ended up getting retconned anyway because, like, it did. late. Later on, like at the end of that session, he was like, "I'm sorry for yelling at you. Oh, I appreciate oh. it. I appreciate everything you've done." And I was like, "No, it wasn't Damn, that. Damn, I it was wish like, you committed." It was like, "I'm not but, attacking you. I'm telling you how to be better." Right. Which is oh what yeah, he was yeah. Doing. That was. No, I know. We had. I, a, I was. That was. A, we I had was a thing where, <laughs> like, like Captain Pedro is trying to make Junkus a captain. A cat, a captain, but Junkus is trying to make. Captain Pedro a better person. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that was the whole thing. You need yeah. a little bit more Eris. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> well, I, this may be controversial, <laughs> but I feel that there was a... I was trying to... I don't know if Nick was on board with it, but I was trying to, like, slowly build an arc that me and Eris are going to come to blows yes. because of all the money she was costing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. uh, yes. I, like, it was... It was. It started at that Zone of Truth shit, and it was just building up. <laughs> and I was just like... shit. It's like, yo. It's like... But, like, I think that's also the thing, because... I, I like to think I work better with people I sit near, because I yeah. could, like I'll read their faces and like, like okay well I could fuck around with this, mm-hmm. and I think because me and Nick were sitting like right on like right on top of each other we're like, yeah, <laughs> come to I think, sooner so, or later. And that's and that's one thing that I do appreciate about D and D in general and playing with uh, this group is because I I genuinely feel as though. Party dynamic is something that's very important to have an enjoyable D&D experience. Yeah. And when you had somebody who was 
a criminal like Pedro mixed with a goody oh, two shoe, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a goody two shoe like Eris mixed with a guy who is like morally gray because like yeah, I had no problem killing people if they were doing something wrong. Well, that's but... not really being gray. That's pretty like decisive. Like your way your morals he, are. He doesn't kill people it's like, for fun. I don't kill people for fun. Well, but no, that, I don't that would problem. be morally. I didn't have a problem. It's just a line really. he's not afraid to cross. Right, but yes. if your con- if your convictions are killing like killing justifiably is good that's morally white because your morals say this is correct i think yeah well, white would be we're off topic again my yeah. point was like having a character that his morals he felt he was right but other people like would disagree with yeah. like having characters that were so polarizing all in the same group trying to force each other to like like each other i felt as like such like I didn't coming into D and didn't think that that would be a problem. Mm. I thought that like characters would just be like I know that have people complain about having like somebody who's like a murder hobo. Uh, murder, right? Uh, problem yeah, players are a thing. Yeah, yeah, problem players like are a thing, but I didn't think that that was something we would be running into because we were yeah. all friends. Yeah, and then the fact that like my character came to blows with almost everybody in the campaign yeah. because. <laughs> Because, like, they would just disagree with something that I felt strongly mm-hmm. about. And I, I had an opinion that I couldn't just be like, eh, like, whatever. Right. You know, I'll, I'll skip it because we don't have the time. All right, so uh, last question then. What's something that you're, in going into year two, what's something that you guys are looking forward to? Either improving about yourself or doing more of or, or you know, what, what are you most looking forward to in your second year playing D&D? Uh, all right, I'll I'll go. Uh, I'm looking more into maybe trying a, a more uh, meteor character that's not like punch a thing, stab a thing. Mm. Maybe a magic person mm. eventually. Maybe like I had fun playing patches, but I did feel a, like it was at the wrong time. Mm. <laughs> like maybe fighting a dragon is not the perfect time to bring out a bard. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I like maybe that would be something I look into. Like. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, kind of something that isn't brute strength or, you know, a, a, as some people have said, a criminal. Right. As, you know, a records, criminal. Record, records clean. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's just something like, and, and like going like, yeah, trying to be a little bit better with the detail, like a little mm-hmm. bit more finer with the details. Cool. On my mm-hmm. end. Um, for me, like I know eventually this year um, I'm going to be starting my campaign um, with you guys that I'm I'm very excited for, but at the same time, I'm very nervous, and I'm very, like, it's weird because I'm, I'm, like, trying to, like, disregard my insecurities and, like, trying to, like, have fun building the world, and, like, so I'm, like, navigating that whole situation, which is, like, fun for me because it's a new challenge that I never had to deal with before, yeah. and I enjoy challenges that I need to, um overcome so i think that it's very um exciting for me going into year two is like you know having my own campaign with my friends and you know hoping you guys enjoy it and doing what i can to make sure everybody has a good time well i'll say um that you are very clever and creative brian and music uh not music magic right you were just said bard but magic is um it's a lot of it's a lot more tools in your tool belt right and i think that you know, the mechanics are one thing, but it, it, it I feel like it really does open up the game mm. for you to be able to do things that 
it goes beyond punching and stabbing. And I think that in your yeah. hands, you could do a, a lot with it. All right. right? And for yeah. you, Mikey, that, that'd be, it's, it's a two-way street where we will, uh, you know, I anything you need help with uh, uh, going into being a DM, anything that constructive or helpful or before the game, after the game, during the game, we're, we're all here to help you out with it because we've all mostly been in, in that position. And, you know, we love playing with you and everything you're going to you're gonna do, we're going to have fun with it. And at the same time, if you have someone, you know, Brian's going to try and step out into something new, I'll probably try and step out into something new as well. You know, the most important thing as a DM is to just help us yeah. be better players. Mm-hmm. And if we can both do that, go if we can all do that going into our second year, I think you know, it's going to be a, a game that we'll have a lot more episodes to, to laugh about a lot yeah. more good memories. And that's really why we play at the end of the day. I already think I figured out what the character I'm going to do for his campaign. I have no clue from it's mine. A, <laughs> it's, it's a, it might be the, a dragon board bard that makes that's really like cool. the food. It, like it's mm. a, a glamour bard. Sorry. Oh, cool. That, like a little like, chef. Yeah, like a little chef. Little He's going to have pepper. Gordon Ramsay hair oh, and nice. a Guy Fieri beard. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that, that was something that I, I thought... I was hoping somebody would try to do something like that because, like, in an apocalypse, like, you know, should, Mikey, we, all, Mikey, should we all just try to like make characters that like just yeah. play on different things? Mikey, Mikey likes. likes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's it's, le- it's legitimately Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, Mikey, thank you so much for having us on. That is the shoot because I'm Wait, sure what? we're way over yeah, time. No, yeah, no, Did you, you say thank you very much, Mikey, for having us on? Yeah, I'm the one that created what this podcast. I'm what the one have that created I done? this podcast. Fucking we will edit have, that shit out. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I have now, been conned not again. Making that is well, not making the final well, cut. Well, I'll do the wrap-up, guys. Uh, oh, Mike, yeah. you don't you dare. <laughs> Matt, Brian, thank you guys so much for coming on my show. Um, I appreciate all the work that you guys have done to uh, build this podcast out your with fault. all the help. Yeah. Once again, this is your fault. I take full responsibility. Uh, Movie Mayhem Podcast uh, on Twitter. Go follow that. Uh, what is it? What is it on Twitter? Uh, Movie Mayhem Pod okay. on Twitter. Uh, Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, iTunes, Spotify. We're getting like two. Getting a major social media platform. Yeah. Oh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Movie Mayhem Pod on nope po- a podcast. Yep, full thing on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> be on the be on the lookout What's for the other platform that you'd love posting on. I said Twitter. Mm-hmm. Letterbox. It's Letterbox. Movie oh yeah, Movie Man Podcast on Letterbox. M D Quad. Uh, I think just it's just D Quad. And D Quad. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's that just D Quad. I'm going to delete this episode. <laughs> yeah, scratch the whole thing. It. Any <laughs> material you might have gotten, not but worth let's, it. Let's do it not for real it. now. Yes. That's the shoot. Mikey, thank you for coming on. Oh. Uh, you can always catch us on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And you can go to Letterboxd at Movie Mayhem Podcast. We have, I just posted a review of The Batman. Oh, yeah. It's it's lengthy. That'll be fun to talk about. Yep. Right? But, uh, is it really like views or just you saying like it was good? No, it just says, my description is it's lengthy. It's, a, it's three hours long. <laughs> oh my God, is that really what <laughs> no, it is? No, no, it's no, not. no. I was going to say. No, it's a little bit more detailed than that. All right, guys, peace. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. I still hate you.